you never start. I, because you know I can't see the thing. I'll turn it for you. We Here, started me, already. Me, oh, okay. <laughs> I would start, but I actually kind of can't see that, so I never when you know when you're actually recording. But hi, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Wine a Little. I'm Abby. I'm Rosie. And I hope you guys enjoyed the last two episodes and how serious it was because the shit's serious out here. Very, unfortunately. So if you haven't gone out and registered to vote, to now is the time to do so because there is a cutoff date sometime in mid-2020. Yeah. And the shit's serious out here. <laughs> um, for today, I think we're just... Our previous topic kind of bleeds into just very by a little bit into what we're going to talk about today. Yes, it's um, vague. It's kind of because it's one specific candidate that I'm, you know, I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> but and no, it's not my boy because it's not her boy. It's, it's not, not the current boy. one. Yeah, um, we sound a little slow, but I think it's just it's been a hectic holiday weekend. Um, by the time you guys listen to this, I think it'll be before Christmas time. I'm yeah, yeah before right probably, before Christmas. But yeah. we literally just had Thanksgiving. Right. So. Um, as you can see, we're a little ahead of uh, uh, we're a little ahead of everything because we prefer to be ahead. So I, I hope everyone enjoyed the Thanksgiving. Um, fuck Black Friday. Let me tell you something about Black Friday. Oh, I hate now Black me, Friday. Yes. Um, first of all, first and foremost, there's a lot of posts going around on the internet about Black Friday being the the day of the week that slave owners used to sell slaves. I had to. And listen, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm always about learning things. But I had to literally go on an internet search to make sure that that wasn't true. We stopped doing Black Friday and my family a while ago because I feel like it's unnecessary how we just went through saying things and thing, you know, thank you for this and I'm grateful for having you here to fucking butchering people the next day. This shit don't make no sense. Late stage capitalism. I suppose. And I understand. Deals are great, especially with Christmas coming along. You don't want to spend so much money, especially since everything's so expensive these days. Totally understandable. But those same deals that everyone's, like, rushing to the stores for are online. Yeah, that's Cyber Monday. I'd rather... No, not even. Friday, too. Wow, okay. A lot of the stuff that everyone's seen has been on sale for Black Friday for, like, two weeks now. So TVs online and Target, TVs and Best Buy, electronics and stuff, they were cheap because even... I think it was last Christmas. No, that's twenty eighteen. Twenty seventeen. The Christmas of twenty seventeen, I got in my ex a PlayStation for Black Friday before Black Friday. I didn't have to go to the store for it. All I had to do was go online. So the same deals you're getting in store that you think you're getting in store, like you're thinking you're getting a, a fucking like eighty inch TV for fifty bucks. It's the same shit you're gonna see on um online. I mean, you're not gonna get a fifty in whatever TV for fifty bucks, but. My point is that it's ridiculous how entitled Americans are, especially with this fucking Black Friday bullshit. So is this our bougie booze? Go do Black Friday shopping right before Black Friday? No, it's not my bougie booze. <laughs> I actually have another one. <laughs> um, but okay, I but s- that's like a bonus one. I know. I just, I guess I just really want to talk about it because I've been on this. And, you know, we are a mental health podcast. And I've been on this journey of becoming a solid mentally, a mentally solid person and stuff. And... One of the biggest things that I have lately around me is that I don't want negativity around me. And mm-hmm. I feel like seeing all that mess, especially being on Facebook and a whole bunch of other groups that's um, for... Because I dip my own... It's called Dip Potter. I dip my own nails. How crazy these women were getting over the dip because the, the website broke. Hello, it's technology. Websites break if there's a lot of traffic going to it. Imagine having four or five people browsing your website a day to all of a sudden in one day having like 2,000 people. Ooh, it's not prepared for that. Mm-hmm. 
you could prepare for it all you want and it's still going to break. Yeah. Because that's just how technology works. There's not that many servers. And even if you get like unlimited servers, shit happens because everyone's doing the same thing at the same exact time. It's going to break. Like, imagine having everything plugged in your house at the same time. You know how much electron- uh, electricity you're pulling? You're bound to blow a fuse. Same thing with the internet. If you're doing something all at the same time, you're bound to bo- blow a fuse. If 2,000 people are getting online all of a sudden. Anyway, point is that the entitlement that I saw, how people were saying that they were taking time away from their family just to go online shopping, how um, the company should have known better. Well, come on. These people are human also, and they're doing this for you for Black Friday. Sounds like people are ready to cancel them. Right. My thing is, I've shopped online. I shop for my hair products online. I love these hair products to the death of me. Like, this is the only ones that have gotten my hair in tip-top shape. Love them. They're expensive. They're vegan products, but they're expensive. So on Black Friday, I go all out and I make a big fucking purchase. I do. It's half off. I'm making that purchase. From $16, the products go down to 8 That's a big fucking difference to me. So instead of me spending $150, I spent $75. I think that's right, right? Yes. Yes. yes that's right. My math is shit. Um... So, of course, I'm going online I'm going online shopping. I'm not going to deal with the... I hate crowds anyway. Anybody knows me? I hate crowds. That's why I don't go to concerts if it's standing room or only. I need a fucking seat because I need a way to fucking escape if I have to. Or I need to do what I do. Anyway, point is, y'all need to chill. And y'all need to do better out there because this shit of... I'm so grateful for everyone in my life and my family. And I'm grateful for everything that I have. And on Friday, you got to go out and get more because you don't have enough. It's just the logic doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't correlate. You're either thankful or you're just faking it. I hate Black Friday. I used to love Black Friday, but I was a kid, you know? So it was like... Oh, yeah, we're shopping. Yeah, we're shopping in the middle of the night. And before, Black Friday used to be that stores opened like at 3 a.m. And they were open all day. Mm -hmm. Now you have overnight... And I feel bad for these retail retail workers. Rest in peace to you guys. Right, and I'm so sorry. I hope you guys all survived Thanksgiving, and hopefully you survived Christmas and New Year's. Literally, you were in my prayers. Right. Um, I feel like I would be that guy who'd go Black Friday shopping just to counteract all the negativity, and I'd go to the sales associate and be like, I'm not purchasing anything. I'm just here to apologize to you guys because I know I mean, you need anything. You want a hot chocolate? I could go over there. Yeah, I'll bring donuts. You know, something, because it's just a mad rush, and then people get attitudes. I was just hearing from a friend of ours that she works in Victoria's. I don't know about the name drop, right? I don't know. I'm not saying anything. But anyway, she works in one of those retail stores. Well, I think we now know which Yeah, stores. she works in Victoria's Secrets. And she said that um, one of the um, one of the customers actually pushed a pregnant woman. Are you fucking kidding me? This is why I'm saying that it's not, it's not, it's not worth it. It's, anyway, I could go on and on about Black Friday. I'm not. Maybe another day we could talk about being grateful and shit. But we're going to move on. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Um, well, it was pretty basic. I did the standard... Oh, my parents somehow got free turkey. That happens a lot. Yeah, so they got free turkey, which ended up actually being pretty good. How, did you, how do you prepare your turkey? Because my sister marinates it for like 24 hours. I just have to say that I do no such cooking. I'm a baker. I don't cook. My mom does the cooking. I hope whoever you marry is a cooker because... Yeah, I do so too. <laughs> well, I kind of hope they're not. But I kind of hope they are because at least I, if they, I don't want them to be a chef because then I'll ask them to cook for me all the time. And I don't think my, but not a chef, it's just someone who knows how to make food to 
to survive. <laughs> yeah, to survive. Okay, yeah, that like I Like breakfast, lunch, got, and dinner. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want someone who's going to, like, overfeed me because I have no, that. No, no. I've had that before, and that's how I No, just, from, hey, babe, here's some pancakes. That's how I went from 120 Hey, I made your lunch. It's a sandwich and dinner. Hey, I made some rice and beans. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'll make the cookies. I'll make the, the cakes. I'll make right. the pies. Like, it's an even balance. I'm not a pie person. I'm not really a pie person either, but I do, if, if my significant other, future significant other, I'm acting as if. Uh, I'm in a relationship, which brings me to a funny story that I did, my drunk ass did. But, uh, yeah. Say <laughs> so you're from wine drunk. <laughs> yeah, I've, oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God. Okay, anyway, but Save yeah. from wine drunk. <laughs> it's an even partnership. He cooks, he or she cooks, and I bake. Right. I forgot you came out, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I, I cook for the most part. Like, I made the mac and cheese, and I've been making mac and cheese for, like, weeks now. Not weeks, but I, it's been, like, this is my second batch, and I still have another batch to make for a Christmas dinner that I'm doing. For so. those who don't know, she actually makes a bomb-ass mac and cheese. I've had better than my own because I'm still perfecting mine, but mine's, I feel like it's pretty decent. Like, you can eat it. You won't be like, oh, this is gross, you know? Okay, but the, you could also say that about Kraft mac and cheese, and yours is better than Kraft mac and That's cheese. True. <laughs> Which, by if we're talking about Kraft mac and cheese, the SpongeBob ones or where it's at? You know, I prefer the one in the blue box, not the tall blue box. The other one that actually uses the elbow macaroni noodles. I like the SpongeBob shaped ones. She's so basic. <laughs> I'm so. Of course, I'm basic. I'm white. I didn't say it. Um, I did. Right. I, I say what everyone's thinking. So your Thanksgiving was good. Mine's good. I spent it with my sister and my nieces, my family. Whoever doesn't know, they kind of spread out. You know, I have them in different areas and stuff, so it's kind of hard to always pick and choose. But we usually go to my sister's house for Thanksgiving anyway, so it was, it was nice. My niece was pissed off at me, but what's new? Um, so, moving on. Uh, I guess we could just move on, because we have a lot to talk about today. Yes. Uh, so, our bougie booze. So, again, whoever just started listening to us, our bougie booze is like tips, tricks, Anything that's up our sleeves, um, any deals we've heard of, anything we know about that we could spread the joy of. <laughs> so you got a bonus one about doing Black Friday shopping before Online. Black and Friday. And before. Just look out for your emails and look out for everything because literally whatever you see in stores online. I went to Old Navy and did a little bit of shopping and literally, Rosie, I went online and it was the same fucking deals. It was half off. So a lot of these stores, especially like clothing stores, electronics, um, Amazon, <laughs> You could definitely do both. You could do it in person online. Except for Amazon, obviously, because there's no um, store. But you could do both online. So just work that out. So I guess, we, yeah, we could do a two-parter. So that was our bougie booze number one mm-hmm. for this episode. And our bougie booze, so that would be one, two, three, four, five. And number six, because we're going to do both. Um, whoever works out just like me or just love yoga pants or just lo- uh, and needs them with pockets because I don't know. You're what talking the- about these. Yes. I don't know what the... F- no, not these. It's not the, oh, these are the ones from Target. These were expensive. Um, I don't know what it, what's up with designers, but I don't know why they think that we don't like pockets. I fucking need pockets. I need to put shit places. I have a That's th- not a purse. My theory is that they make pockets incredibly small on women's pants because they just want our things to get stolen. Not any... St- <laughs> that's not why. It's not why, but no, that's just my... I think the reason why um, designers do this is because they want us to buy extra accessories 
in order to carry our stuff. So or that that actually makes more sense than my theory. <laughs> that makes a lot. I more think sense. I've read this somewhere. They make our pockets small so we could carry purses in order for us to do it. Because see, unlike men, men have such deep pockets that they could throw everything in their shit, their, um, in their pockets, their keys, their lip balm, and their wallet. Because men are animals and walk out like if there's not an apocalypse or happening outside. And even if there was, it'll be like, hey babe, put this shit in your purse. <laughs> no, I'm so, not, that's how I I literally walk out without I walk out without purses all the time. I, I fucking hate purses. Me. Personally, I hate purses. I use my pockets and I like wear something oversized so I have oversized pockets just so I can not be like So now we know why Rosie doesn't dress tight. <laughs> but it's true though. I got fucking hate pockets. Any I mean, I fucking hate pockets. I fucking hate purses. I hate carrying them shits. I hate I don't like purses. So this is why you need to see me with like a side purse or like a clutch because I'm not necessarily holding it, holding it, or I don't have it on my arm. It's just sitting there. So I can watch it, but like if I was dancing or something, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you know? I love the over the shoulder. Yeah. So, I love how I did this. <laughs> over the shoulder. That's your boobs. Yeah. <coughs> so if you work out like I do, um, or like I started, or you do yoga, or you like to just wear yoga pants because that is your thing. I found these gorgeous, and I say gorgeous because they're soft. They're tight, but like a good tight, like you can still breathe. They have pockets. Did I mention they were soft? <laughs> and they're cheap. So our bougie booze number six. So we're going to call the, well, this is number five, and we're called the Black Friday a bonus. Yeah. Our bougie booze number five is that on Amazon, you can find these perfect yoga pants called feng bay so f-e-n-g-b-a-y high waist yoga pants pocket yoga pants tummy control and they're so great they cost 15 bucks at most 16 if you like a double x unfortunately for my plus size divas who are above a 2x i'm so sorry they don't have any and i'll maybe look for some but they go from size extra small to um 2x and they're just amazing. Just to give you a good, like, view or good thing about, like, the sizing and stuff. I bought a large and usually, no, usually I'm a large. I'm a large in the bottom, but I wear a size 16 on a regular. But they're so stretchy. They seem small when you get them, but they're so stretchy that they fit. And the best part of all, they're not see-through. You know how a lot of yoga pants, they're see-through? That's really why I don't wear them. No, these are not see-through. I even told my big to wear them, to buy them, and she bought like four. She was like, oh my God, these are the best things ever. So this is why it's my bougie booze for this week. <laughs> so cop you some. No, they're really good, look. And they have a few colors too. I actually have one pair of pants that's like jeggings. like, mm -hmm. And you know I don't like, and yeah. I don't like not wearing jeans. Mm -hmm. uh, these are fine because these are more like, what I'm wearing now is my work pants. They're mm -hmm. like more sturdy than jeggings, but... Oh, they actually look really nice. That's actually the same color as my, my jeggings. But, um... That's the color that I got. I want to get a few ooh, more, though. That isn't... I like that color. So, I, a medium will fit you. Ooh, I think I like... I think I like this. Do, see? God damn it, I'm trying not to spend money. I spent a lot, and I still have to buy Christmas gifts. I still gifts. have to buy my punching bag that I'm trying to buy. That sounds like a good investment. That's gonna help me. I wanna I'm do something. I wanna do... Can we go sign up for some kickboxing classes? I have some anger to get let out. Yeah. Or I, could, I wouldn't punch something. Or I could just buy the punching bag and then we can just punch it. But then it's not coordinated. We're not coordinated. <laughs> I'm getting there, you know? I can't punch with my left, only my right. Because I'm righty, but I can't punch with my eye. Oh, in Krav Maga, you I always can't. have to. Well, he, my, uh, my, right. my instructor always has me go. 
So I always start with my left because it's my least dominant. I don't know. I take that hard knocks class, which is a hip hop um, kickboxing class on Thursdays. Um, and it's great, but every time she goes to the left side, I look mad dumb. I'll be like, <laughs> um, what gym do you go to again? Crunch. Okay, because uh, my last day at my second job mm-hmm. is January 24th. Ooh. So I'll be done at like 3 or 4 p.m. now. Okay, and, and I go I to can, the gym on Monday, Tuesday, then Thursdays in the afternoon. And I can just join you. Because I'll probably add a different class here and there for guests to shut up. But I really love my Tuesday class because he is great, so I don't think I want to miss that one. Yeah. I'll probably miss Thursday here and there I'm going to do something different. All right, we could uh, do all the area yoga. And then, <gasps> I've always wanted to try that. Maybe we haven't done it. Okay, I haven't done it. can you guys hold us accountable? Everyone We're listening, going to hold, yoga, us, air yoga, hold so. us accountable. But I first have to cancel my other gym membership that I've been paying for that I haven't been to in like almost a year. I like crunch, don't get me wrong. Like I feel like they have a lot of like vari- various classes. That you don't pay for as long as you're a member. Like oh, they have pole dancing but classes. Then and I stuff. Also, but then remember, I'm gonna probably pay an exorbitant, exorbitant amount of money compared to you. Oh, you're right. We'll you figure bet. it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, moving on. Um, because we can sit here and talk and babble all day. Yes. We haven't seen each other in a while. It's been a while. It has been such a long time. And we haven't spoken really through text. Um, it's our Chardonnay. And for those who don't know who Char- what sh- who Chardonnay is, obviously it's not a person. It's basically the fucked up shit that's going on in the world that we're really pissed about. Fucked up, questionable, funny sometimes. Oh, yeah, sometimes um, we do, like, the lighthearted ones. Just the what the fucks. Like, just don't do it type shit. Sure, don't. Nay. Nay. Um, yeah. So, I guess I'll well, read this works one. Out, that works out well, actually. Sure, don't. don't. Nay. nay. That's the whole point. No, I mean, like, nay is in, like... I wanted mer mer no. <laughs> mer no. But it wasn't working. <laughs> mer low. Mer no. It would have worked for, for if, it was, if we were talking in Hebrew, because low means... Low means what? No. Oh, really? Low. Yeah. Huh. There's something new every day. So, okay. by the time yeah. you guys have heard this, I'm tired of saying that shit. When you hear this, it may be a few weeks, but we're going to stop saying that because fuck it. This content is, it transcends time. Um, so, yes. we wanted to talk about, before we get into the subject of the day, which kind of loosely goes, ties into everything else. Um, we want to talk about the London Bridge attack victims and the terrorist attack that happened in London on December 2nd. Prayers out to those people. Thankfully, not that I mean, many people were hurt, but I do feel bad about the two students who were hurt. Um, Sas- Saskia? Saskia Jones and Jack Merritt, who were killed in the attack, had worked with a prison education program backed by Cambridge University. And this is important, and this is like the subtitle of the title um, of the article. Super important. They were two bright, idealistic young people who believed passionately in prison rehabilitation and threw themselves into a program that educates inmates, aiming to give them hope and reduce their odds of reoffending. Again, this is super important to the whole article because, unfortunately, the person who attacked them and killed them was an ex-convict. On Friday, a celebration of the program became the tragic last act of their lives. Both recent Cambridge University graduates... Um, they then became victims of a murderous rampage by a former prisoner and alumnus of the very program they had dedicated themselves to. The two victims, Saskia, 23, and Merritt, 25, died, and three others were injured in what the police have called a terrorist attack in central London. The episode seized the nation's attention and raised tough questions about the rehabilitation system they were so devoted to and about Britain's Chris. I need to slow down when I speak. Criminal sentencing, prison release, and post-release supervision. They came from towns far removed from the urban crime that would become such a focus of their lives. Ms. Jones in Stratford... Okay. In the... Okay. This is about their location. (laughs) 
she volunteered, et cetera, et cetera. I'm trying to get to the part about the attack. We're talking about the victims, and this is great, but we're focusing more on the perpetrators. Okay, so from what I know, two things happened this day. There was a terrorist attack that unfortunately, unfortunately, resulted in the injury of a few people and the murder of two victims. And on the flip side, there was another one, another person who came out of Prince's, Prince, uh, prison <laughs> who helped during the attack but was also a murderer while he was in there or some shit like that, right? So I don't know the... I actually don't know the so, It's something like that. He was in prison that. himself. So we had... On the flip side, we have one person who actually made the attack and the another person, both in prison, who actually helped for the attack won't get worse. Here's the issue. People are like, oh, great. He saved people, but he was still in prison. So people are upset. They was like, yeah, just because he saved people doesn't mean anything. It means a lot because that means that the program worked for him. What people don't understand in this world is that what may work for one person is not going to work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Or what may fail for one person doesn't mean that everyone's going to fail. And I think that's where the mentality gets fucked up at because it's just like, well, it didn't work for these 10 people. That means it's not going to work for these other thousand. That's not true. That's not necessarily true. It all depends on how much people, how much effort people are putting into the program or putting into whatever they're trying to do, putting into change. Yes, we made an episode about change. We spoke about can people really change? Mm -hmm. And in some matters, yes, they can. But on the flip side... Now we have to talk about society and change. Are people going to accept the change once they're out and about? Which leads us to cancel culture. And Rosie has been dying to talk about this with you guys since we started this podcast. And she's about to go <sighs> in. I have shit to say. And I have a few examples of, um, of this shit. Pero like, I'm going to let her start. <laughs> I'm gonna put. I'm just gonna say this right now. If y'all want to cancel me, do it because I fucking hate cancel culture, and I'm not. My net worth is like in the negative. So like, if you cancel me, what what's gonna happen? Maybe if I get the recognition, my net worth will be in the positives. So you want to cancel me? Go ahead. But I don't. I I have no net worth. Cancel me. I don't care. But I think cancel culture is a very terrible thing, and here's why. It does not allow. Like I understand, not wanting to give any attention to certain people, not wanting to, who, especially those who stand for really terrible things, i.e. he who must not be named who happens to live in the White House. However... Enough clues there. <laughs> however, cancel culture can really, really hurt people, and it does not allow for any kind of growth. Like, you're basically saying to people, hey, you fucked up once, that's it, you're done. You don't get a chance. We're not giving you a single chance. And my issue with cancel culture is not even, it's because people take it too far on false information. That happens more than people canceling for the right reasons. And for those who don't know, cancel culture is basically the act of canceling a person because they did something that they don't particularly agree with. So, for example, um, this happened months ago or a few weeks, whatever. My timing is so fucked up lately. Um, for those who don't know the actress Gina Rodriguez, she's been canceled out mainly because she tends she to... Has. Yes. Huh. Um, 
though I loved her, I can't see the issue with canceling her because it seems like every time there's an issue about black people that comes up in the community, it's that she forgets that she's also Afro-Latina and then she wants to like kind of step over that and be like, but what about Latinos? And it's like, boo, yes, fine, we need a platform too, but you're doing it the wrong way. You don't create a platform on the back of another platform. Yeah. You either create your own and bring your light to it while also bringing light to the black community because... Essentially, majority of Latinos are a part of the black community in the sense of that a lot of us are Afro-Latino. We can't omit those people. They're there. They're black. They're proud. They're out there. But she has a tendency of if, let's say, something happens in the black community where, let's say, unfortunately, hopefully not, but RIP to those it has happened to, but let's say somebody, not even, let's talk about on the opposite end of that. When Black Panther came out, mm-hmm. she was like, so where's the Latino superheroes? Boo, this is not what we're celebrating right now. We are talking about the black community. They finally got an all-black superhero movie. They're excited about this. Why would you come into the spotlight as an actress who's out there, who people listen to, who people look up to, and be like, but what about us? That's like when the Me Too movement is around, and men go, but what about the men? And it's like, but the Me Too movement is for everyone. If you make waves for the black community, all the other communities who are all also minority are going to fall underneath that because it's such a grand community. And I'm not saying they got a headline, they got to help everybody, but we got to help them in order for all of us to advance. And if we don't, then we're not going to get anywhere. And then, like, look, you had um, you had Black Panther and everything that happened with that, but then you also had Wonder Woman coming out and you had a female director, and then you also had um, Crazy Rich Asians, which right. was... Ma- uh, Primarily, I think the... The, the, the entire cast, I believe, was and Asian. Director. And the director and all and the everything. crew was um, Asian. So it's not about, like... I don't want to say stealing the thunder. It's just, like, you get that, get through the door and then everyone else can follow. Think of it like a Black Friday sale. One first person gets through, then everyone else can. And also, everyone has their, spot time, their time and their spotlight. When Black Panther came out, it was all about Black Panther. Why would you go and be like, but where's the Latino superhero when... If you looked up, if you did your research, you would know about Miles Morales from Superman. He is an Afro-Latino. So you already fucked up there, boo. And then Marvel already has a character who's going to be... Superman? Super, not Superman. I said Superman. Yeah. Spider-Man. Sorry. Yeah, that's oh, why my I was God. a little confused. I was like, I don't know. So sorry. I don't know what the fuck I did Although that rumor I... has it, uh, Michael B. Jordan was in talks to play Superman, so I'm... Like... <laughs> Look at that. They're switching up the game. Yeah. Um... There was a whole Afro-Latino Spider-Man. Yeah, it wasn't as big as the other ones, but apparently, according to everybody, see, I'm not a Spider-Man fan at all, so I really don't care much about the movie. I heard that movie was fucking spectacular. It was amazing. It was Mm -hmm. one of the best Supermans they ever had. Spider-Man. Why can't I... Why? (laughs) Spider-Man. One of the best Spider-Mans that ever came out. and stuff. It didn't have as much recognition, but I feel like... I'm listening to what people are saying because they saw it. I didn't see it. No, I know everyone who saw everyone I know who saw it loved it. They, they, everyone said like, "Yo, it's the, like, into the Spider Verse was like great," and I'm just like, "Okay," but I'm not a Spider Man fan, so yeah, I said it this time. <laughs> but that's one example of it. And my thing is that she says sorry; it is not genuine. Okay, the big thing about the word sorry is that when you say sorry, learn from your mistakes and don't repeat them. Because mm-hmm. that's the way we know that you're learning. And then you're growing. But if you constantly repeat the same mistakes, it's kind of like, bitch. Even if you repeat it once, but you're aware you repeat it, and you're like, oh, you know what? I fucked up a second time, but let me try and be careful. Mm -hmm. Like, fine. But this is why I hate cancel culture. It does not allow for room for change. Because people are immediately, nope, nope, you're done. You're in the trash. But what if you... um, See, I've... 
canceled from people. I don't fuck with Jeffree Star. I don't know enough about Jeffree Star to make commentary. He made a lot of like racist like comments back in the back in the day, and even recently up to like 2015, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I really can't mess with. It's just certain like values and stuff that I have that I really can't deal with. When it comes to racism, that's something that I just can't forgive. Because it's like, did you truly learn? It's not forgivable, but I don't think it's worth necessarily having every single... Per- like, advocating for everyone to... Because you see how hard people go with this. I don't think it's necessary for people to, like, give death threats. Because look at look at what's happening with... Okay, bad example. But you, you know there's, like, the drama between, like, Scooter Braun and Taylor Swift and all that shit. Who? Okay, so, like, Taylor Swift's label, um, original label, basically bought out her work, so she no longer owns... Oh, right, I remember us talking about this. We talked about this. We talked about this. Well, here's what happened. Here's why I think um, this is the problem, and what no one's talking about, is now Scooter Braun's family is getting death threats. Hmm. From, and people are, people are ready to cancel him, fine. Some people take but it too far. People take it too far, and unfortunately, it's a majority of people now that take it too far. Not Not just, like evenly distributed so the question is where do we draw the line with the cancel culture part because there's certain people that i'm just like yeah fuck that i'm canceling them r kelly canceled okay yeah r kelly yeah. <laughs> right now ti is on them see right now ti is on that same fucking line because he just keeps on spitting no, that shit out i'm not saying like some people don't deserve to be permanently canceled but i think people do take it too far when they threaten the the big the big machine label or whatever that company's called employees have been getting death threats. Okay, my thing is, if you're not directly involved with the person, like, all right, even if you work with them, you know what it is? Because it's it's the association bullshit. Yeah. If you work with them, that means you've condoned it. Like, people who worked around R. Kelly who knew what was happening, obviously they condoned it and didn't say nothing. It's kind of like, we should cancel your ass too because you were okay with him peeing on little girls. Yeah, but if but if you're working at a, a, a record label, chances and in like a minor position, and you're still getting death you probably threats, don't know what's going you on. You probably don't know what's going yeah. on. That's why it's not. This is why I have the issue. You hear about it, but you're not you you're not directly affected because you're like, well, I just take out the garbage. Why am I getting desperate threats? <laughs> then 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 you have people who um, want to cancel hate like an owner of a store and want to cancel the store, but they don't understand that by having people boycott a store, you're having people. There are people who work there that maybe don't agree with the owners, but have no choice but to work there because they need the financial support. Stability, yes. And people are ready to like have the whole world just completely boycott that, and then you're also kind of like, bo- like, taking away from the people who are trying to provide from families. So this what about what- Gucci? Gucci have repeat um, offenses when it comes to like racial things. I think Gucci's rich enough to like not give a fuck. Yeah, to you can you can boycott. Ri- at this point because they've been there for years they've they fucked up too many times i think that's fine because but then that's the same situation that's happening though you said you can't pull cut a whole store because then the people under it because i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who work for gucci who but there's may not agree with it but you know the money's coming in so they're not going to just up and quit especially because remember it takes a lot to run a company if you're making multi-million dollars though versus not, minimum, I'm talking about the multi-million dollars. Wage. I'm talking about the people who are making probably less than 60K working at Gucci because they either work at a Gucci store or um, they do the bare minimum at the actual company and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I you know, if right. they cancel Gucci and people start buying Gucci and Gucci goes bankrupt, those people are going bankrupt too. So where do we draw the line? Yeah, it's like one of those, I think, 
there's there should be there need well, if I say there needs to be a balance one more time, I'm going to shoot myself. But yeah, that's essentially because that's every episode now. It's I, I'm really gonna I'm just gonna I can't believe I'm saying it again. But yeah, there is a, there is a certain line, and I fucking hate I hate cancel culture, and I hate it because see I'm there's in- no room for growth. I think I it is relevant, but and it is kind of important. At first, I agreed with it. But then there were things that made me completely just hate it. I'm in the I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle, and this goes back to also the Charlotte date because we definitely did not connect it. But what we were saying was, oh yeah, no, we did because I was just saying what well, works for one person doesn't work for the other. But obviously that one prisoner did grow because he was able to be like, oh fuck, I'm gonna save people. And for all we know, he went to jail for something small. Yeah. Um. On the other hand, we just have to be really careful with who we cancel and who we don't cancel. Because I feel like, yeah, there is a lot of people who have room for growth. But then I feel like there's other people who just, they fake the growth to get their money and go. This is why I don't I don't particularly feel that Jeffree Star 100% is genuine mm-hmm. about the growth. I feel like, yeah, because so many people are getting his money and stuff like that. And he's been caught so many times. It's kind of like, all right, let me fake the funk while I'm getting my mil- millions of dollars and then be on my way. There's a lot of, um, like, I'd rather just buy from black-owned and Latina-owned companies because I, it's just so much problematic stuff with when it comes to bigger companies. And why not support the people who are trying to get up there? Like, how else is anyone going to get up there unless we start supporting the, you know, the lower end of the people? The mom and pop end, shops. The mom and pop shops and stuff. So. Uh, recipes, glazers. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it. So yeah, I'm all for canceling certain things. Like R. Kelly's 100%, 1,000% canceled. I don't listen to his music. I removed all his music from his thing, which I should have done a long time ago because honestly, we've known since the 90s that the guy was just all fucked up. I think Trapped in the Closet really should have just kind of been a, the Curve biggest warning. That. Listening to his songs now, especially the songs that were on like Aaliyah's album and stuff like that, and Didn't how... did he marry her when she was like a teenager? That should have been enough <laughs> to be like, eh. I, I only found out about that recently. So nah, it's, this is how, people, this is what I'm saying, a lot of people swept it on the rug because he was R. Kelly, and because he was a great vocalist, and yes, just because people have great attributes, we cannot omit the bad sides, too, like, let's take Chris Brown, for instance, he beat the shit out of Rihanna, we don't know exactly what the fuck happened that day, I mean, there was a lot of reports and stuff, but there's always two sides to every story, I'm not taking up for him at all, but what I'm trying to get to is just, like, a lot of people just forget this whole situation, because they're like, well, he's a great entertainer, and I give him that, 100%. This dude could sing, he could dance, amazing entertainer, amazing music for the most part. But I can't also forget the fact that, yo, he beat the shit out of his ex-girlfriend. I'm actually going to change my stance on on cancel culture, because now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, you're right, and I'm now leaning more in between, but I still don't think, I don't think that should be the first instinct that most people do. When something you know what it is? It's off. hard. I think for certain situations, it's hard to not cancel because, like, going back to R. Kelly or Brock Turner. I think for me, anything that involves rape, children. With children. Mm, kind of murder? Kind of murder? <laughs> <laughs> In what sense this is kind of? Well, because, you know, you have, you have like, accidental stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, like, let's say you were driving. It was the way you said it. 
kind of murder. I mean, like, like manslaughter. Like, because you, let's say you're driving and you're yeah, not paying attention and you accidentally hit someone. 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 And it's like you didn't, your intentions were never to kill them, but yeah. it happened. Yeah, I get that. So that's what I mean. Like, or like, you know, you were, you were listening to music really loud and turn around and you have a knife in your hand. You accidentally slice somebody. It's like, oh, fuck, I didn't know you were behind me. I got stabbed with a fork that way. Yeah, see? Yeah. Shit is, accidents happen. We know that, but. If it's purposeful, then we might just have to look at you crazy. Um, where were we? <laughs> yes. It's hard to define. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to pinpoint what should be legitimate. I mean, cancel culture. I feel like also we can't like omit the feelings of, of people of certain things. Like, I feel like a lot of times that when people are canceling people is because they've had enough of the same mentality or the same way that people are thinking of their values and stuff like that. Like. Let's take, for instance, the black and the Latino community. Um, if you're constantly getting ambushed by racists, then you see that racist is doing this, then the third, and you think about the history and stuff like that. Yeah, you're quick to cancel a person if you see that they're being racist. Because I feel like it also has to do with like past morals, past experiences, and stuff like that. If I feel like I'm constantly feeling this way, that, that way, and the third, you start canceling white people out altogether. Mm-hmm. Bad example. Kind of a bad example. I don't mean... Cause Obviously, there's a lot of allies out there, but just as a whole, like with experience and stuff like that, and what your morals lie, it's kind of like, hey, racism's wrong, but you continue to be a racist. You know what? Fuck you. I'm canceling you. But then you have the other side where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of racists who may just not know what the fuck they're thinking because they grew up this way. Or like, have you, like you've told me before, you've been unintentionally racist without knowing it because of your circumstances and the mm-hmm. people around you oh, yeah, totally. because you didn't know or you didn't meet people of other races and stuff like that to understand this is wrong and i don't mean okay let me take this back before people think rufus is really a racist i'm no. not she's been incidentally judgmental about certain things and stereotypical about certain things. when i was younger yeah because yeah. because you know i'm i'm why i grew up in a very white neighborhood so when i went to middle school it was like a culture shock for me a little bit and then high school was even more of a culture shock and then call it well by high school, I was, yeah, I, was yeah, I understood. Yeah. So when I got to college, it was like nothing. So sometimes you think stuff, and you don't need to think it. But it's like ingrained. And yeah. I'll be, I'm, I'm first to, admit, I'm the first to admit. Yeah, I've probably accidentally, unintentionally done something, had a racist thought. Mm-hmm. Did I know it was racist at the time? No, I did not. But now, okay. But well, then this is what the thing. I could cancel you altogether. Like, yo, Rosie's a racist. I know she's not because she's grown and she has, has understood, oh shit, this is fucked up. But it wasn't my fault. I didn't know any better. I didn't need people to learn any better. My parents probably didn't know any better because nobody taught them. So it's up to me to learn. It's up to me to understand. It's up to me to ask questions. And that's like the number one thing. If you're if you're wrong about something or like morally you're wrong about something, learn, grow, and apply. You can't just learn it and be like, all right, fuck it. You know, like, well, yeah. I mean, I was like, fuck it. No, because at the end of the day, a sorry is empty if you don't make the changes. So, um, the point is that you have to grow. And then, just going back to what Rosie said earlier, it's hard, it's very hard to just be, to just cancel everything. Because then it's just like, are we giving room to grow? Are we allowing the room for people to grow? Yeah. Um, if, because let's say I was in that situation where I was a kid. And let's and someone decide to cancel me. Then, where do you think I'd be now? Probably a big white racist. I would be a big, 
big white racist. Mm-hmm. Which is funny considering the fact that she's also Jewish, and that's another. Okay, you know, I have to change. I have to say I'm really stupid because I'm here like being all hating towards cancel culture, and then I realize I'm a big hypocrite because I'm a Jew who loves Walt Disney. (laughs) Oh shit! I gotta. (laughs) I'm not canceling him because you know why? Yes, he he was a a little bit anti-Semitic. Yes, he was a bit racist. Yes, he was a bit misogynistic. But one, first off. In that time period, that was more common than it is now. And two, he, this is a question, this is a big question. Where do you separate the artist and the art? Because he was that actually. That goes back to Chris Brown too. When do we separate the artist and the exactly. art? Exactly. When you brought up Chris Brown, I thought, shit, I'm a Jew who likes Walt Disney. Walt Disney was also racist. You know who else was uh, racist? Yeah. Dr. Seuss. Oh yeah. No, he totally was. Um, and these are all things that we, oh, you know what I just found that was a racist too? Lisa Frank. Oh, the the person like who created Lisa Frank. Wow, she was actually not. Uh, is this racism? I'm not sure. Well, this is cultural appropriation. I'm gonna tell you that much. She was stealing art from natives and other black people, black and brown people, and then selling it as her own. So she's 100 percent canceled because she's been doing it for years and has not changed. And and all these records are coming out now, and I don't think she's going to change because she is a multi multi millionaire or whatever billionaire mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. And this is the but problem. We let them that's get shocked, though, because it's just like shit. I liked Lisa Frank growing up. You know, I wanted the yeah. notebooks and I wanted the pencils and all the colorful shit. Come to find out that it wasn't her original creation. It's kind of like fuck. Now let's talk about cult- cancel culture when people just don't agree with someone. Not necessarily because someone's being racist, but we have people who will cancel someone just because they say something they don't like. I think that goes back to personal experiences. But give me an example. Another example. Um, oh, fuck. I had an example too. Let me see if I had wrote it down. Because I know for a fact that I need to cancel Chris Brown for many, many reasons. <sighs> Damn it, I didn't. But then I have to. But then it's just like shit. I like his music, but I don't agree with how he acts. And you know, domestic violence is a hundred percent wrong. Oh. Like it's it's fucked up. Like I can't agree with that. Me being a woman, I cannot stand by that shit. But have I caught myself dancing to Chris Brown music and like listening to music, um, his music occasionally? Yeah. And it's fucked because I don't listen to R. Kelly anymore. And it's just like, what's, what is the limit of too bad? You know what I mean? Like, damn, that was so fucked up. I need to cancel you. And that was, this was fucked up. But I feel like you could grow from that. Do I feel like a person who is abusive and stuff can grow? Yes, with the right work. And I don't mean like raping and stuff like that. But if he not, this is such a hard subject because I don't agree with it. I don't agree with domestic violence. I don't agree with men abusing women. I don't agree with rape. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so hard to, like, separate the artist and the art. You're right. It's really hard to separate the artist and the art because it's like, yes, I may enjoy, like, in your case, you may enjoy Disney for everything that it is and everything that it thing, but the person who created it is kind of like, dang, uh, you know? Yeah. But also, he's dead. <laughs> That's his true. And, and it, it has evolved from then. I feel you know? like if I grew up in the time period when he was doing all of this... Mm-hmm. I probably would have a different opinion. Back when he was creating the first princess movies, back when he was creating Disneyland for the first time. Mm-hmm. I grew up in, with the, the Disney Renaissance, 89 to 99. Yeah. Great. I can name all the movies. Aladdin, and Cinderella. That's not even the order. And that's I was naming me. random movies. <laughs> I, I, I know, but... Uh, I, I love Cinderella. I grew I know, up loving Cinderella. I know, the, I know the exact order, so it's like... Pocahontas, which is not an actual depiction. 94, that came out in 94. 
Rosie, you nerding out. I am so nerding out. This is, <laughs> this is why. Okay, but Back I grew up. Back. I grew up when he. I grew up with all the stuff from Disney after years after years after he died. So that's why it's easy to separate it for me. Because you don't know the full extent because of it. Because I and don't it's know just the like, full extent. But it's also like shit. And it's my childhood. Right, and it's also like shit, but I do know now, so what do I do with this information? Do I cancel? Do I continue just enjoying the movie? Because like, you know, now Marvel's involved. And, but it's also, again, but he's then you're dead. <laughs> he's dead. But here's the thing. You also have his descendants who are fighting, like Abigail Disney. She's, her name is Abigail? We have an Abigail Disney, yes. That is weird. I think that I think she's she's his granddaughter. She recently went off because like of how the how workers are getting treated at Disneyland. So maybe he was Well he is, but she's grown up in a but different generation. Gr- yeah. So just because he was doesn't mean his legacy is gonna be the same. I think at the end of the day it comes down to legacy. Whoever's running it now. In the case of Disney, whoever, like, how Chris Brown's music is going to be left off. If it's going to be overshadowed and his legacy is always going to be because, oh, no, that's a bad example. I, I don't know. Well, not, you, not, necessarily, not necessarily because from what I know, the only person that unfortunately got beat by him was Rihanna. Yeah. Obviously, this girl done fucking blown up because she's a fucking billionaire now with all her investments and all her companies and stuff like that this okay, girl is she's like a, she's literally a godsend if you ever listen just, to us can you, can you like give us a shout out I love you I need much. to be her best friend and not even on some stand shit like I would just love to be around her one day just to see how I her just, energy is yeah I have a feeling it's all positive I feel Me like too. I feel like I, if I feel but like she's also I, like that positive where she's like fuck you but have a great day <laughs> I feel like if I stood next to her I'd start hallucinating and seeing unicorns everywhere because the, the energy that she gives us. I don't know. That's yeah, just, she seems like a great person to she be She seems around. like a great like, person. Like, very dedicated, very headstrong. But going back to this, I feel like even when Chris Brown has tried to do better, I feel like at the end of the day, they still bring up the fact that he was in that situation with her and he was in a domestic violence situation, no matter what. And it's just like, now he has a daughter. Now he has a son, apparently. Like, now he has two kids. And though it seemed like he did make a change when his daughter was thing, it shouldn't take for you to have a child for you to make a change. If you knew you were that fucked up growing up, you should and all the money you have, because I'm pretty sure you have the money, get therapy, get help. Your mom should have helped you, you know? But again, I don't know them personally, so I cannot say any of this stuff. I cannot agree and I cannot disagree because, again, don't know his life. But I do feel like even years later, even when I'm 90 and he's 90 and he's not making music anymore and the kids are listening to them or whatever, that generation is listening to them, I feel like if you search for him, that situation is yeah. still going to pop up. Oh, totally. So it's just like, so even if he does change, let's say we do give him the room to change, and he actually makes 100% a change, is everyone going to be able to forgive him? Mm-hmm. And that's where the issue, like you said earlier, that's the issue of when cancel culture comes up, because shit, like, it's, you're right, it is quick, because I've canceled many artists and many stores and many things because they've done fucked up shit, and it's just like, how sor- how genuine is your sorry? Because I feel like the sorries only come about when they know their money's on the line. How, how much do you want to bet some of these companies do it on purpose for the to pub- get a rise for the publicity and then the apology for the publicity and it's like the apology is not genuine because because listen i've worked in enough companies and enough situations to know that especially since i'm not like the top head and stuff i worked enough to know that things go through approvals you just don't make something and it goes straight out into the public mm-hmm. You know, when I was designing in a different office, I would make something, it would go to my 
my direct supervisor and then she would have to bring it to her supervisor before we even did anything so we went through multi multiple levels of approving before you know releasing anything whether it was posters or stuffing us anything like that not only would it and not even it went through the, the client first then no it went through my direct boss first then to the client if they both agreed then we bring it to the head and if they, he agreed then we'll push it out if there was any changes we have to go back so my thing is that no one sits at a fucking let's say a boardroom and they say well this is our new campaign for you know 2020 spring 2020 and it's a bunch of people in blackface no one goes and doesn't sit, sit there and be like yeah we're gonna do this you have to think about it. There has to be other board members like, what the fuck are we doing? No, 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 no. Can but. We, can we just talk about for a second? Because um, this this whole conversation just reminded me of this. When uh, Cats was announced. The movie? Yeah. Did the, we speak about this? No. We spoke about it not Briefly. on here. We spoke about it in the car. <laughs> um, in uh, Crackhead's car, I think. Yeah, okay. Um... So, this is where I, this was, this was fucking hilarious to me. Um, so, anyone who knows the musical Cats, and anyone who's thinking of watching the movie, so, there is a person of color, I think her name's Francesca Hayward, playing a cat named Victoria. People were upset because she was playing a white cat. And they were like, oh, but it doesn't match her facial features. Anyone who knows the musical knows that this character is literally labeled in the playbill as Victoria the White Cat. This is horrible. <laughs> and people were so ready to cancel this movie. This is hard. I'm going to tell you why. I understand that cats have species, but they don't have races like we do. Like me and you. I'm browner than you. Yes. You could tell I'm not white. Yes. But I could tell you're white. You're going to sit here and tell me that if you see two cats in the street, you're going to know which one's white and black? I mean, the color of the fur, like... But the fur doesn't really determine, like, species... Doesn't really determine species. And I'm going to say this because there's a lot of light-skinned black people. There's a lot of dark-skinned Hispanic people. Have you ever seen some Colombians, how white they look with their blonde hair and blue eyes? Would you know they're Latina? I'm... Yeah, but the, the, it's literally Victoria, the white cat. Yeah, and somebody could be um, Francesca, the white Latina. You know what I mean? So this is where I'm just like, it's questionable because it is a cat after all. So unless they literally said that this white cat has to be played by a white person, then it's kind of like, Wait, where, wow. where, where are we? Where, I'm sorry, I think I lost where your, your, the questioning is coming from. Okay. So we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, a black woman was trying to play a white cat, right? Yeah, which is totally fine. Okay. It's just people had... Where do white cats originate from? Wait, 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 what? Where do white cats come from? Or this particular breed of cat, where, do, where does it come from? Well, I don't know the breed, because it can be any kind of breed. It could be a tabby, it could be... It could be any type of breed. So what makes you think that can't be a black person who's just light-skinned? I have no... No, I'm not saying I have an issue with no, that. No, no. What I'm saying is that people have an issue with Right, it. no, no. This, this, is what, this is what I'm trying to bring up. I'm bringing up these questions so if anyone's listening, they can start thinking of themselves. There is a lot of light-skinned people... There's a lot of white people who are mixed white and black mm -hmm. and have black features but are still light-skinned. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who are white and black 
who look straight up black. As in, like, they have black features, they're dark skin, or they're, like, brown toned or whatever. You have both. But what makes it, what makes them not white? They I, still have white in them. I literally was thinking that you were saying, why is she, I thought you were questioning why she was cast as the white cat. No. And I was like, I, I was like. <laughs> I'm questioning the people. Okay, let me the, go back. The, the people, no. I was questioning the people complaining about it. They weren't, they weren't complaining that, um, a uh, uh, uh a person of color was playing a white cat. They were accusing the movie of whitewashing her. Oh, but you can't whitewash her if she's a white cat. Exactly. Okay. All right. Now. All right. All right, guys. I'm up to speed. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the other way around. They were mad because she was black. No. A white cat. Okay. They were mad because she's playing a white cat, and they thought that she was getting whitewashed because they were like, "Oh, because Taylor Swift can be recognizable, and you could tell by her, and she's playing an orange cat or something like that." I think. I don't know. I don't no, know. I didn't her even cat. Watch the movie. Her cat doesn't even have a, a, a in the name. It literally does not say any color. In Victoria's name. It says Victoria the white cat. White cat. So people were saying because it said Victoria the white cat, it had to be she had to be white. They were just no. They were saying that the movie was whitewashing Francesca Hayward. Oh, because she was playing a white cat. Okay. Yes. That is. And they were ready to cancel this movie. I feel that. like that's a little reachy. <laughs> it's so reachy that it's just like, there's too many what ifs and and what the fucks to necessarily say anything about it. I mean, unless they are brightening her skin cuz then, then we could say yes, they're it's, whitewashing her. Like if she but if, she's if they not, were making then, me, if they were making her like my skin yeah. color then yeah, whitewashing, but literally white cat like that. We're talking like this table. So did they brighten her skin for this movie or well, they just a, At this point it's all CGI, but like Right. But like you're also playing a cat. It's a fucking cat, people. You're like, playing a fucking cat. I, even I, even Francesca Francesca was like, "What are you, you?" She was like, "You guys need to stop reaching. This is I'm playing a white cat. Like, like I'm I playing a white cat. Like for all you know, the fucking cat is from Africa. Like I don't know. Like it's just it's okay. <laughs> so now you can understand my confusion. During I'm this confused still <laughs> because like um, you can't whitewash something that's not real. I mean, cats are real. Cats are real. But a CGI cat in a movie who sings and dances, not. And real. whose name literally says Victoria the White Cat. It could be anything. Yeah. Because they could be talking about white as in her fur is white, so they call her the White Cat. That's why they call her the White Cat. Yeah, this whole, then that whole argument was stupid. Yeah. All it's right. literally the White Cat because her fur is white. I think the same thing would have happened, though, if it was a black, a Victoria the Black Cat and it was played by a white person. So, either way, there was oh, going to no, be an argument. Oh, no, there's always going to be an argument. There's, there's always going to be an argument about this. If Michael, if Michael B. Jordan comes to I thought you were Michael Bublé. I was like, what? Michael B. Jordan, he didn't defrost yet. We're not near Christmas time. He didn't defrost yet. Yeah, we are. Life. December 1st, boo. That's it. it? Uh, yeah, it's December 1st. Okay, it's it's defrosting. He's yeah. defrosted. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> I like that's. I'm so thing. bad. We think of Michael Bublé. You only think of Christmas. Like if you ain't got no other music. <laughs> Literally, his music just sounds all Christmas. Even the even the non Christmas songs really sound can Christmas. Stay. Baby, it's cold outside. Ooh, then there was like, oh, there was cancel culture for that song too. Okay, yeah, I don't know. I think that that, that was a little reachy because I, think- I feel like the song lyrics was just song lyrics. It was just like. She's telling him, no, no, like, I want to stay, but I, I need to leave because my dad's going to be mad at me. But, like, I want to stay. But there's also, you got to understand, like, people have to understand the context of that time period. Those lyrics made sense. Yeah. 
yeah, to us it sounds creepy now because our standards have changed. Mm-hmm. Back then, not really. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not supposed to be here with you. I have to go home because my dad is waiting for me. And if he finds out, you know, they're going to be talking about... They're going to be talking the town tomorrow. Like, you couldn't be at someone's house without an escort at that time. Yeah, and like even that. so, like, at late hours, too. It's like, I really can't stay, but baby, it's cold. I have to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. The evening has been so very nice. So, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it was nice and I have to go, but he wants her to stay. And it's like, but I still got to go because if I stay over and I'm not married to you, there's going to be talking in the town. Reputation gone. Yeah. Um, some things, yeah, it could be really creepy, but some things is kind of like, all right, I think reach. I actually had a very creepy encounter, which at the time seemed like innocent fun, but looking back, it Me was too. very, very creepy. And that happened just this weekend, actually. Okay, so before you tell your story, mine's yeah. happened before, so we're going to... Yeah. All right, so we're going to... Kind of wrap this up real quick before we can move on to our wine drunks and stuff and wrap up the episode because we're hitting the hour mark and we're trying to give you like only our episodes, our and ten at most. Um, so cancel culture. Just question yourselves now. How much is too much and how much is not enough? Do you automatically cancel or do we leave room to grow? Do you believe that people have a chance to grow or are we just going to cancel them without letting them have the opportunity to grow? Oh, I didn't even get to mention the presidential candidate. Quickly, go. Joe Biden. Cancel or not? That's all I'm going to say. Listen to our previous episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did speak about that, about yeah. him um, doing those laws and stuff. Yeah. So just when you're ready to cancel somebody, this one, it's one thing to like not like a person because they don't align with your morals, which is how I feel about Jeffree Star. And it's another reason to cancel people. Like how I've canceled R. Kelly and T.I. because fuck them. Okay, yeah, no, they're evasive and rapey and it's just not... Creepy? Yeah. So, yeah, just, you know, we have to give each other, we have to give each other room to grow because if not, we're never going to get anywhere. We're going to stay stuck in one fucking whatever. Okay, but my opinion has changed and I don't hate it nearly as much as I originally did. Because I was, I was... Just, she was ready to go over until I said something. She's like, oh, wait, you're right. <laughs> Different perspectives, you know? This is the whole point of the podcast. Yeah. And if anyone's ready to cancel me, again, my net worth is like nothing. So I'm not going to lose shit. She could give you a dollar. Probably worth You can cancel me. I'm not getting shit anyway, so. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, so going back to kind of like cancer culture and having creepy things that, you know, didn't. At one point in my working career, before I went back, I came to my undergrad degree. Um, I had taken a break between my associates and my um, bachelor's, so I think this is between 2011 and 13 when I came back to undergrad. Okay, yeah. So between those years, I was working on the weekends at a bus company, majority male. You know how it is, men see women, they flirt and whatever, no matter what, because you see a pretty girl, you're like, oh my god, you know? Sometimes the guys would bring me things like a coffee or food. If I asked, but sometimes it would be surprises, but a lot of them were older, so I think they were just being generous. It's like, oh, you've been here all day, like, here's a coffee, or, you know, do you need anything from outside? I could bring it to you while you come back. Perfectly fine. But then, on the other hand, you have the ones that just overstepped. So I worked with this person and whatever, and, um, like, I never realized how creepy his comments were until, like, I became more aware of being a woman. And how, like, a lot of things that we accept as normal is not normal. So, whenever I was at work and stuff and I was dressed kind of tight up, I decided to dress up because I knew I was going out later that night and stuff like that. He would make, like, really weird comments. Um, like, oh, you got baby-making hips. Or, oh, oh, he'll look oh, at me God. weird and stuff. And Oof. mind you, this is my superior. 
this is a supervisor here and he would just make these creepy comments to me and make like these sudden looks and stuff like that and i used to get really uncomfortable and never understood it but i was like hey whatever and then when i would hear him and i'm like what he oh no, nothing 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 he would just like act like he didn't say anything but i would hear him and he would just give me these looks and stuff like that and i'm just like it's one thing to approach a woman because you like her and you want to speak to her and mind you i was old enough already i was already at 23 24 so i was above legal age but it's just the fact that you had the nerve to speak this way and no one's around that's one and two i just like ha 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 it ha 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 did off even though that's not a word but like i put i played it off and stuff like that like it was nothing made me realize that it was a lot more fucked up than i thought especially because i didn't understand until like when i was 26 years old when i understood like about rape and sexual like advances and stuff like that the shit that we know about in the me too movement and stuff like that now I didn't get it until I was fully immersed in femininity and feminism and womanism and stuff like that. It's when I understood, oh, fuck, this was fucked up. This was not a compliment. Like, I think if that guy had me alone, he would probably try to fuck me, and that shit wasn't cool. Yeah. I did not like oh, it. Oh, that's creepy. I was uncomfortable. I just didn't understand why. Like, it didn't... I couldn't put a name to it, or I couldn't put a thing to it. But, yeah. That's my story of creepy shit you didn't understand until you got older. Um, I had an incident where I didn't understand creepy shit until I sobered up and like had a day to process it. Oh. Right. <laughs> so oh boy. you know what happens when I make drinks? I'm always you like know how to add? Well when I make drinks, especially for other people, I pour a lot of alcohol in the drinks and then I jokingly go around pouring a little more like whatever alcohol it is into the drinks. But I don't force people to drink it. So I was out one day and this is, um, I made some drinks, and I did that shit, um, and then I went out with some people, and one person, uh, gave me another drink, and then just kind of held the, the, the cup, and just started... Putting it down your throat? Yeah, and at first it was like, yeah, because that's what you're doing all night, even though, big difference, I didn't actually hold the cup, I literally just like, here, some, al- some more alcohol. And once, okay, fine, but as things, because this is, I'm telling you, I was, there were moments I really don't remember, I started remembering, and that was happening throughout the entirety of the night. They, they were trying to purposely get you drunk? I, I believe they were. Really? Yeah. Okay. That takes a new perspective on things. Yeah. Well, I don't know if maybe because the person was just fucked up and uh, fucked up as as fucked up as I was at the moment, mm-hmm. and just like thought that this was funny because I thought it was funny at first. Yeah, but when but you're were, drunk, your inhibitions were, are low. Like there were you're times not... I'm pretty sure I was like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm really good." Yeah. And yet I still had that happen. Hmm. That's not okay. <sighs> yeah, that's creepy. And I only because I had therapy today, and I was just like, I, I was like talking about my night. Um, and then I realized that happened. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that was a bad sign. That's, yeah. Yeah. You start to think, like, shit, was it because we were all having a good time and you figured, hey, fuck it, more drinks? Or was it because yeah, you were trying I'm, to purposely get me drunk for another reason? Because that's the thing. I wasn't actually, like, I was, t- it was like, I'm trying to take one sip and then they would push the. Yeah. No, but then again, when you're drunk, you tend to do stupid shit, too. Yeah. So it could be a case of both. And I don't so know. So it's one of those things where I'm too drunk to kind of process it. Mm-hmm. You process like, it way later. And I'm like, wow. Because I'm pretty sure I did say I'm good on multiple occasions. Uh, 
So, I think I did. I don't know. I was guys don't ever get that drunk. That's I don't. I've never blacked out, but like don't ever get to that point where. My thing is though, if somebody's telling you no when you're drinking, respect their wishes and stop. Um, if a person doesn't want to drink anymore, respect their wishes and stop. If someone is like, hey, I'm too drunk, I don't want to drink anymore, don't offer them any more drinks, stop. If you know they're too drunk, don't give them any more drinks, even if they say give me more drink, because they can't handle anymore, obviously. But yeah, at first I thought just... it was just a little flirty, but then there was, uh, looking back, it happened way too many times to be flirty. Was that your wine drunk? That was, unfortunately, that was my wine drunk. Still a wine drunk. Remember, wine it's drunk just... is our stories that happened to us. Yeah, so... I have one. I... Guys, just be careful with yeah. who you go out with, I guess. It's a big one. Be careful still, had, still had a great time, regardless. That yeah. was, I got home at like 11.30 the next morning. But like, L- still. What? Yeah. You didn't say that part. Yeah. Bitch, I was... Wow. Okay. All right, Rosie. <laughs> Party Rosie. Um, I haven't been out that late in a while. So, um... I guess this is kind of a wine drink, too, because wine drinks are experiences and stuff like that. But... <sighs> I am not a dark-skinned Afro-Latina. I know this. I am not dark-skinned at all. I know I'm light-skinned. I know that I benefit from being light-skinned in certain instances. This weekend was the first time ever that I've been followed in a store. Oh, you didn't even tell me the details of that. I was. I went to this 99-cent store with my sister, and I noticed that every time we like passed that, we were looking for these containers because I share the powder for the nails with her. So I had some colors she didn't have, and she had some colors that I didn't have. We were going to trade some. But we didn't want to give each other the actual thing. We wanted to just pour it into new ones so we could keep them. Okay. Fine. Um, every time we turned, we went through an aisle, I noticed that there was a guy that he was like idly like fixing the stuff that was in the aisle that was already fixed. I was like, okay. First time I'm at, all right, maybe he just went to fix something. Went to the next aisle. I noticed a few seconds later, he's there. I turned a little bit while later, he turns again. At this point, I'm getting so fucking fed up. I looked at my sister and I was like, listen, I don't want to be here anymore. This guy keeps following us. He was a worker there. He keeps following us and I don't appreciate this shit. Um, he probably thinks we're going to steal some dumb shit and we're not. It's 99 cents. Like we came here for one simple thing. There's no fucking reason why he's like behind our asses, right? The minute I say this shit to her, all I heard, all of a sudden I hear, can we help you? Can I help you with something? And I'm just like, so you've been following us this whole time. And now you ask us if we need help. Yo, it's been like, almost 10 minutes of us looking and now you ask us if we need help first time i've ever experienced something like that i've experienced other like subtle instances of racism before like you know white women holding their purses or getting away from you or like saying this dumb shit around you like speak english and shit to my mom or whatever but not really that she said that i was going to florida one day and this lady was like oh it's a good thing you speak english like we're dumb or something i was like okay minneapolis not a great place anyway (laughs) Um, so I'm like, all right, whatever. It is what it is. We went home. Coming home, we stopped at Old Navy. We did a little bit of shopping. Obviously, we have mad clothes in our cart. We have the money for it because now we won't be standing online. The cashier, she's a black woman. She's helping us. You know, she's going a little slow, but I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to, like, lose my shit. It's, it is what it is. Some older white woman wants uh, to get by. Wants to get by. And I don't know if she said, excuse me. So me and my mom are still talking. We're still saying shit to each other. All of a sudden, all of a sudden we hear, excuse me, really nasty and loud. And I look back. I looked at my mom and we moved the cart and we, I looked at her mad wrong. Because it's not, like, necessary for you to be so fucking loud and obnoxious. We probably didn't hear you. Obviously, we're trying to, like, 
I'm talking to the girl about the sweater that I wanted. And she was going to order it for me. So why are you being so disgusting? Like, that was gross. Anyway. I've had to be like that once. But yeah. just to a yeah, but fellow white person in the elevator. But it's one thing. Who wouldn't get out of my way. Obviously, she, we didn't hear you. Yeah. Because if not, we would have moved the first time. But you said it mad nasty. So not only that, my mom told me that the cashier that was next to the cashier who was helping us mm-hmm. was a white woman. Mad white trash looking on top of that. Oh, and God. It white trash looking Trust are we talking me. about like how i said that uh why i needed a belt the day we went out for my birthday no worse that was just like i'm trying to be a slut but i don't want to be over the top slut no. well no because this was going on yeah was right like, yeah. that was, was acceptable that's fine okay this was like white trash like i shower once a week or some shit like it was trash oh god she was looking at us wrong the whole time we were there the whole time my mom noticed she kept staring at her but she didn't say nothing because she was like that in situations like that you don't say nothing because you never know what's gonna happen mind you we're in a place that has an open gun like law so yeah and she kept looking at us and looking at us and looking at us and i was just so pissed so then the girl went to call the store for them to hold the um sweater for me here in new york and the girl told me hey i don't want you waiting around since you know you have a ride back can you give me your name and your number and i'll call you um, when, no, she, give me a name and you know if I could give it to the people for they could put their, your sweater on hold. I was like, okay. We left. I get to the, um, on Navy here in New York. They didn't call. So I called the store over there. And the lady, um, she was mad nice in the beginning. I was like, hey, yeah, I was there earlier about the sweater and whatever. I'm, I came to the old Navy and they don't have it on hold. Her tone changed completely. She was like, oh, yeah, I told the girl to call. Did she call you? No, I have no missed call. I have nothing. I have a feeling that that girl didn't tell that girl any. The manager did not tell the cashier to call me about anything because they seemed disgusted. They were giving us dirty looks and everything. What's it? What's this again? NJ, New Jersey. Oh. We're in New Jersey already, at this point. But deep in Jersey, like not Newark, where everyone is. We're Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Not the like Jersey City and shit. We were like deep in the boondocks of Jersey, mm-hmm. like closer to PA. But whatever. So that was like my kind of like experience of like subtle racism. It was fun. Great shit. Just leads me to wonder like what the fuck is the point of being racist? Like you gain nothing from that. So that's why I put on my Instagram whoever follows me. Um, racist white people are going to get there one day and I cannot wait. I'm here for that too. <laughs> yeah. I'm so here for that. Well, um, everyone, let us know in the comments who have you canceled, who have you not canceled but need to cancel, or who have you not canceled and want to cancel. And who's going to get canceled first, me or Abby? Fuck, sounds like you, bitch. Oh, I'm totally getting canceled. <laughs> I should have been canceled after my abortion comment. You should have, and you weren't, so you're still going strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you guys want to check us out, um, speak to us. Speak to me mostly because Rosie be MIA, but I don't. Because let's be real, guys, I don't know how to work any kind of technology. We have to teach her. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you want to talk to us, send us a comment, discuss this episode, any shout episode out to Plant before. Nanny because I should have responded to them, but I did not. They they messaged us. You never. Did, got, you I didn't, never saw it. You never got my text. No. It's like they they acknowledged us, but I didn't know what to say. No, I didn't see it. All right, I'll check later after we get up because I got to go. I got to go pick up my sweater. I actually bought it. I found it this morning <laughs> in 86, yeah, 86th Street. Um, yeah, so if you want to speak to us, if you want to um, send us a comment, if you want to be in our DMs, ha-ha, um, check us out at Wine a Little Pod on Instagram. No, we have no other social media as of yet. We're working on that. But we do have an I email. I want to make stickers with like our logos and stuff for us to have soon we'll talk about that later we have to do a lot of things with this oh we do um and if you want to speak to us through email send us a comment any 
like advice that you need anything of that nature um it's wine a little pod at gmail.com so same name just two different places one's an email one's an instagram handle and if you know me personally just message me through whatsapp that's the only thing i can ever answer to that's anymore <laughs> All right, sorry well. that's my announcement that i've been mia <laughs> and this is the next uh, whatever i don't even know how to end this we need to find a catchy way of ending this shit but this is a epi the next episode whatever um We're hope you enjoyed this episode of wine a little <laughs> bye <laughs>